Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. My racing career isn't just about me. It's about the team, the fans, the sponsors, the families, the tracks, the whole sport. Join us over the next five months on the Junior Nation Appreciation Tour, where we show appreciation to where it's owed. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I've had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey, everybody. This is Door Bumper Clear with TJ Majors, Brett Griffin, and myself, KB. We just wanted to take a moment right now and really think about and pray for the victims and the survivors, the law enforcement of the Las Vegas shooting tragedy that happened um, last night. We just wanted to let everyone know that um, our hearts are definitely with everyone over there and anyone that's been affected by it and um, just want to come together as a country and um, just have a moment of silence. All right, let's give everyone something to laugh about today in the wake of the senseless violence and what is wrong with people? i don't know man that's They've just lost their sad. minds this country just needs a we need a shot of feel good yeah we do why don't you guys try and make everyone feel better with your nonsense and your race talk where so, were we this weekend? We were Dover. at Dover. I saw Chris the Monster Mile in the casino. <laughs> oh, that had to be a sight. TJ, was she, she was clothed half naked. Uh, I was I not half naked. I knew it. knew it. I had a jumper on. Is what that is, it? What's a jumper? She wore that here one day, remember? And I Josh, asked did you a long see time her? ago. Uh, I did. Was she well, I, mean, I saw her from the other side of the bar, so. How about the top half of her body? <laughs> I, I couldn't see that. I could only see her head. Oh, my goodness. It wasn't... Kristen, you can't wear that in public. Why? I, I didn't see her. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> We were, Dave Allen and I were grabbing a drink, um, betting on horses. And then as soon as she walks off, Brett and Freddie showed up. Everybody looks at me and goes, was she she wearing any clothes? (laughs) Stop it. I mean, kind of. You show a tiny bit of cleavage and suddenly you're naked. How lucky is that Allen guy? (laughs) That's that's the next thing. Like... I was like, well, is I it just startling because I'm always completely covered from head to toe here? Is that another the track? Yes, you're covered here. You're professional here, <laughs> and you leave here and you're naked. <laughs> 
I've seen three I'm, times I'm in questioning. public. <laughs> I'm questioning Alan here. Like, why do you? Why does Alan let you he's dress showing, like that? He's showing off. I look. You look like a Russian. <laughs> oh, so listen to this. <laughs> this is a great. This is a great story. Uh, we walk into the Fire Nice Bar after we have dinner, and I'm talking to Caitlin Vincy, who's one of my good friends, and her yeah. fiance. And this they just dumbass comes up to us and says, "Hey, my friends um, said you two are Russian hookers. How much for the night?" <laughs> And I almost beat his ass. Are you kidding me? No, and he kept saying it, and he wouldn't leave, and Caitlin was just ticked. She didn't say a word. And this, this is... guy kept repeating it, finally. like what? I was like, Alan, you need to come over here and take care of this. And he did, and he went over to his friend, and he's like, get this away from my girlfriend and her friend. So uh, Alan went to somebody else? He didn't go to the guy? So this guy came from a group of seven guys, and the guy kind of like was just... Ooh, like uh, wandering around. Come get me, please. Oh, man. That's what so, happens when you dress like that. That's Did, what I was going to say. I looked classy, by the way, just because there was a little bit of cleavage. So shut A it. little bit of a lot of cleavage. Did Shana tell you? Oh, so we're in this fire and ice bar, Josh. And this, I was there. This really <laughs> hot girl. I'm talking hot. Comes up to Shana and is like hitting on her. Like full blown, rubbing her arms, telling her how pretty is she is, and that she wants to take her to her room. Oh my <laughs> gosh! And I, so this is a true story. So then I look at whoa, this girl. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, Let's see where this goes. Yeah. So th- so I'm looking at this girl. And I'm like, hey, uh, this is kind of nice. Like this is cool. <laughs> so then she this says, you know, me and my boyfriend want to take you to our room. I was oh. like, oh, whoa, stop. Shayna and I are married. Do you know what this girl says next? Well, then what if I come to y'all's room? And I'm like. Uh, okay, so we're not married, and now that ain't happening either. Like, oh my gosh! But in Dover, of all places, I'm telling you, this chick was hot. It's funny too because Shana was wearing like a t-shirt. Well, <laughs> she wears she... t-shirt and jogging pants everywhere she goes. I know, and her so shower shoes. This Sandals. girl wanted Shana. Yes, and whatever Shana's came pretty. with it, as long as she had Shana. Yeah, she was rubbing Shana's arm. Everybody in the bar is watching this go down because. And I thought maybe she was for hire, right? Not Shana, the other girl. Yeah. So, I mean, she's rubbing Shana's arm and she's looking at her like she's I doing it. <laughs> Y'all know what I doing it is, right? Yeah. Sure. I beep. Yeah. <laughs> so, what night was this? Friday, Friday night. Oh, man. You I were was, playing Madden. I was, <laughs> I was, was gaming. watching college football and... Actually, I fell asleep at 8 o'clock on Friday night. Ugh. Well, I will say to all the listeners out there, the millions of listeners out there, if you ever make it to Dover, Delaware for a race and you don't go to Fire and Ice, you're an idiot. Yeah. What an idiot. What an idiot. Fire and Ice is It's dumb. the only bar in town Maybe that's that, worth it. I don't think you look Russian. I don't look Russian. <laughs> I see it I am like 100% bit. German. Well, I, I'm like 90% and like 10% Turkish, but. And, and you, well, and, you made, and you majored in French. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Maybe uh, that girl's a listener. I just don't know where they came up with a Russian part. I don't know. That guy was an and. Do you think that girl's a listener? He said this to you. He came up I'm in my face. I'm surprised you didn't punch him. I got. Yeah, I was like. Kinda. You should have hit him with your drink. Like yeah, your flask. I'm not wasting vodka you on that guy. Hit him with your best shot. <laughs> Fire <laughs> away. <laughs> Were you <laughs> drinking vodka? Yeah, Tito's and club I mean, soda. Pretty Maybe. much another reason why we so you call are you Russian. Russian. <laughs> it Russian looks like vodka. was a moron. God, Alan, lucky at my buddies. Who who is that Alan guy? <laughs> how, yeah. how do you get that? Yeah, I. I'm not gonna lie. I've mean, I've, I, I've been asked that, that too. I've been asked that a couple of times, and I don't have an answer. I don't. He so, is the world's greatest man. So Alan tells us, proceeds to tell us over a cocktail 
that he is going to come on the show. Yeah, right. Okay. And he's going to be <laughs> faced. It's going to be our Christmas episode. He's asked Brett to oh. pick him up. Yeah, he's asked and me. And he'll to pick provide him up. the eggnog. Yeah. Oh, and I love eggnog. Yeah. So <laughs> my my stepdad Roy makes eggnog. I'd never had eggnog. <laughs> Your stepdad Roy makes eggnog. Yes, I'd never had eggnog, and he. Uh, <laughs> He he makes eggnog. I love. Does it. Roy live in Pageland, South Carolina? He does now. Bless his heart. He's from <laughs> Altoona, Pennsylvania. Oh really? Yeah. So he's, a, he's a Yankee Roy. like you are. He's from. Penn. My mom tells him all the time, "You're just <laughs> Yankee." <laughs> How'd they meet? Stepdad Ooh. Roy, Myrtle Beach. <laughs> the Dirtle. Guess, where, guess where I'm going next yeah, weekend? Redneck Riviera. The Dirtle. Did yeah. you think it was Alan somewhere else? I'm going else? to Myrtle next weekend. Our family only goes two places: Pageland and Myrtle Beach. <laughs> My stepdad, Roy. <laughs> that's, that's so funny <laughs> sounding. Step, good night, Jim Bob. Good night, Roy. Good night, Mary Ellen. <laughs> good night, Brett. I'll get him All to make right. us some eggnog. <clears throat> All right. What goes in eggnog? Isn't it like ice cream and bourbon or something? No, Whiskey. it's eggs. You put, you put milk, Southern Comfort in it's there. It's like milk, egg. It's you can't put ice cream, yeah. How can I rum, enjoy something, something like that? Um, it's super thick. How do you drink that? I love it. Ugh. You can either do rum or you can do like Southern Comfort or whiskey if you want. Yeah. This leave it to the alcoholic to let us know this. <laughs> Josh, how's your how's your no drinking thing going? I was it was going really well until Friday night, and I went to Fire and Ice. With Remember Bay- what he said? He's like, well, if we're not staying at the casino, I'm fine because I won't be tempted to drink. Yeah. And we stayed at the but, casino. But then you know, Bayless was there, Miller Coors, and I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'll you know have some. Beers. <laughs> our friend, and I did. Our friend Jonathan Bayless, the ri- the poorest rich guy we'll oh, ever meet. God, <laughs> love so, that yeah. guy. I, oh, Bayless. Jesus. I just I was, I was helping push some volume for the local market. Yeah, good. Good job, Josh. <laughs> yep, good. All right. I, I was fighting off girls that wanted to have threesomes. Oh, gross. <laughs> Darn. This. I'm still we baffled should. by this. Like that doesn't that rarely happens. Like if that. you went and got Shayna right now, I bet she couldn't even tell the story because she was literally standing there like it, this. This isn't happening. This can't be happening. In the meantime, this girl is just. On we should have told her to come down here and surprise her with it. Put a headset and be like, "Hey, tell us about oh, your she experience." She wouldn't have talked. She's shy. Shayna, tell She's us super about quiet. your experience. Oh. She doesn't talk anyways. So. Like at all. I will leave this room when I'm done and go up and be like, Ow. "Hey, Sorry. hey, Ow. <laughs> hey, I heard you had a good Friday night." <laughs> Any video? Yeah. Got any video? <laughs> what? what? Uh, All right. We're going into anyway. spot on, spot off. Already? Brett, you're yeah, first. We, we're not even done BSing. What are we talking about? Your BS about? is boring. We're talking about threesomes and stuff. <laughs> and we didn't, we didn't get uh, TJ's signature. Hey, everyone. This is TJ yeah. Majors. Well, we had good reasoning. Hey, guys. True. Do hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. Oh, let's talk about giggles. Let's talk about. Let's let's back this up. Our friend Giggles is the guy who used to say, come and do you, bar. So (laughs) this guy proceeds to hold up the entire airplane. For 30 minutes. Friday morning, our plane was supposed to leave at 6.15. It should have left. 6.15. Our car chief called him at 6.05 and said, where are you? He was still in bed. (laughs) We did not take off from Statesville until 6.45. With that. No one on the team could stop for breakfast and could only go to Chick-fil-A before the garage opened. Well, Chick-fil-A is good, but I mean. Yeah, but you have people like Billy who really need Waffle House every time you land. Big country and (laughs) Honda. Why doesn't the plane just leave him and teach the guy a lesson? (laughs) It's It's up to the the crew chief. The crew chief? Mm -hmm. Kevin? It's up to Kevin? Well, I mean, I guess it's up to Kevin and Pemberton. (laughs) As to whether or not you leave him. 
I mean, it, it, if the guy is, if you're, I don't know how, I don't know who, who else. People in the team have been fired for less than that. I mean, that, that's very disrespectful to the, of that guy to do that to an entire team. Like, of course, of, he didn't intend to do that, but it was. 50 people who were waiting for half an hour when we all got up at freaking four o'clock in the morning. I would have left him. Long day day on Friday. I would have left him. That's why everyone was at fire and ice. I would have left him. (laughs) Listen, uh, you're going to, this is, you're not going to do this anymore. Here's a, if it's three in the afternoon and we don't have to work until the next day. And you get to go have dinner and a cocktail. I'm a little bit more okay with it. Like I'm still not okay with it because you're disrespecting 30 people, 50 people. And you don't have to be like, but y'all woke up at four in the morning to get up, to shower, to finish packing, obviously to put your faces on. Exactly. For Josh to, you know, hi- rehydrate. <laughs> and you get to the airplane at 5.30. Five, yeah, 5.30, mm-hmm. boarding at 5.45. And you board at 5.45, and you're supposed to take off at 6.15. And at 6.05, this guy is still sleeping. Yep. And he lives half an hour, 35 minutes away. Giggles. Giggles. I'm not giggling. Coming to you, spotter. Not I do well, she called him sleepy. Is he still here? Is I he saw working? him this morning, yep. Wow. See, I, I'm. to me, I would have left the guy one time, and then I would have made him think about it all weekend and maybe made him come in and buy the team lunch. And everyone's already grumpy as hell already because you everyone's think? so tired. Because and like, we got up at 4.30 in the morning. We didn't. He didn't. Like it's supposed to be a quick flight <laughs> didn't. to Dover. Uh, he was so well rested at 5 p.m. compared to you guys. Like, y'all are getting off work, and he's like, what are we going to do? Murder him. And Chris yeah. is like, I'm going to get naked and go sit at this bar. Maybe, I was not Maybe somebody naked. will buy me a drink and call me a Russian hooker. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. Maybe there's a girl that wants a threesome. <laughs> Apparently there was the one story, there. We, we need, why don't we have a reality show? This whole yeah, door buffer clear is a reality show. No, I mean, like on the weekends, we have a camera off in the distance following you and following her. Yes. Because typically it's boring as hell. I, actually, typically it's not. <laughs> Friday, listen to just all I'm this boring. stuff that happened on I'm Friday. I'm boring as hell. You this are. stuff happens when you have a place like Dover where everyone stays at the casino. Right? And you wear jumpers in public. No, she, it was a nice she jumper. She had on half a I, jumper. I'm sure. The top you wore, half was missing. You wore that jumper in here like a year ago or something that one it was, time. It, it wasn't that one. Nope. No, I'm just saying, but I, that's, there was yeah. that type of, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Where you I have mean, to, like, if you have to go to the restroom, you have to take the whole thing yes. off. <laughs> that's weird. Dude, after that, a bunch of cocktails. That did that girl work. follow you in there? <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. We Already. raced. Did we race this weekend? Or <laughs> they wasn't a race. They wasn't even a race. The only race was the casino. Yeah. Fire and ice. Fire and ice. Mm. There was a kind of boring race on Saturday. But oh, that was so, so Josh, any, uh. Now that we've been advertising a little bit, you, any any DMs lately? Anybody no, sliding no, in? Nobody slid in. Let's give yet. away your Twitter name. What's your Twitter yeah. handle? Let's, Josh yeah. Mass X. That's not it, but okay. it isn't. <laughs> J Mass. J Mass X. Yep. Let's see if we can get one of these hot girls. Maybe yeah. that girl that that's what I'm thinking from May, Dover. Maybe that girl yeah, that approached Shayna. Yes, maybe Shana. Josh could be the third. Josh's person. Twitter name is <laughs> at J H. M A S X and Josh, I gotta ask you, what does the X stand yeah. for? Think about it. I'm asking. Think about it. It's not that hard. I'm asking. Des Bryant. No, I, I'm asking. <laughs> Josh. What? J H M A S 
X. What does that X stand for, TJ? You're the crossroads in your life? Ten. It stands for ten. It's the Roman, Roman numeral. numeral ten. You're the tenth Josh Maston. Mass, no, mass ten. ten. Get it? Oh. T-E-N. Oh. Oh. A bunch yeah. of geniuses wow. up in here. No wonder wow. he's single. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Joshy. Oh, my gosh. Jesus Christ. That's corny as hell, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be upset because you couldn't figure it out. I'm not upset. I thought it was Josh Maston Extreme. Like I extreme. thought it was. Yeah, that, I like mean, I'm X not, Games. You that's, know, it's whatever you want it to be. Ten four. I promise you that. Ten four. If we randomly ask, <laughs> if we randomly ask people, most people won't get what that. the X stands for on the end of that. They would not be like, "Oh, that's Mass Ten. I think that's anyone knows what a Roman numeral. I have X. Roman numerals on my body. Uh, but I still didn't know that's what that was. I thought it was an X. I, I will give it you this. It is an X. It's creative. It's creative. I give you that I for sure. Roman numerals had like things over them. They do like lines at top and See, some bottom stuff. See, that has the thing over no, it. No, it just it depends if it's serif or non or sans serif. Oh God! What? <laughs> we don't even know what shakers are, and now serif you're talking has the about li- this. Like on a font, a serif adds like a little line to the regular letter. Sarah. Serif, S E R I F. If it's sans serif, hell is without Sarah? serif, that stuff's been in like Windows since like Windows three point one or whatever. It's been one of the original fonts. This, this show is already gone. Yeah, I got a friend named Sarah Bundy. She don't have nothing over her name. Spot on, spot oh. off. Brett Chase Elliott blows a big lead to Kyle Busch. Spot off. He uh, he he screwed that up, man. He should have won that race. I looked up and he had a huge lead. I looked up again and he had a ten car length lead. I looked up again, and Kyle Busch was coming around him, coming to the white flag, and I literally couldn't believe it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I did the same thing. I was watching a little bit more because I saw Kyle kind of catching him a little bit, and then it looked like Chase would hold his own. But it just looked like um, Chase was very sticking. He didn't move much. He would he would ride that bottom. When he got, got to a guy, he would work up to him instead of just swinging it up, getting the big run. And... Um, you know, it just didn't – he didn't move enough, in my opinion, to do that. But it's um, – I mean, I saw Kyle coming. I'm like, okay, well, he's going to get three to go. Chase is probably going to move up and make it real difficult on Kyle. And we didn't have any of that. So, you know, I got to – I hate to go spot off on it. But, you know, Chase is really good at moving around already. He should have moved around. TJ like, and I raced each other this week. That was yeah. fun. <clears throat> you got me there because of pit strategy at the end. I raced him for like a half a lap Saturday. Like we caught, Elliot caught Justin. I was like, yeah, we're going to pass this guy. And then eight laps later, Justin was like taking the league, lead, like he's gone. <laughs> the league. And then yesterday, <laughs> uh, we kind of raced around Dale Jr. all day. Dale Jr. is running third-ish. We're running like seventh-ish. And then that yellow screwed us both. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And then at the end, like Dale Jr. comes out on fresher tires. I was like, man, he was going. We past. stretched it a little bit again, on, and we stretched it probably about seven, eight laps more than you. Yeah, and that's how you ju- you jumped. Your and I car. thought you were going to be okay for doing that. Yeah, and I thought. So. Well, we got to you, and it was like, oh, here we we're done. Yeah, we can't pass. So yeah, but I mean, it was fun to see Del Junior up there. Our though. car was really good in the long run. Like yeah. if it would have went a full fuel run, I think we might have been able. Uh, your car seemed to fall off a late in a run. Yeah, but um, it was, it was, it was fun it was to see good you race. Up there. Those guys, Dover is cool. Because them drivers are wheeling it. I look at Dover and Darlington as a man's racetrack. Like, you're not in there running wide open and letting the car. Like, you're wheeling it. It's not a Kansas or Chicago where you're down in the corner. I mean, these guys are fighting it loose every corner. Yeah. Like, there's no – 
there's nobody that could go full throttle from the middle of the corner out to exit at all. I mean, they are half throttle until they get straight, and they are fighting it. Yeah. And uh, we got in the airplane. Delgin was like, man, I got a – I'm like, he had a, like a bruise on his arm for, from his – from like yeah, wheeling it yeah from yeah. his arm hitting the seat where it normally doesn't do it that much and it's fun to watch them guys run that place too those guys are are driving the heck out of it yeah so it's fun to watch yeah spot on spot off jeffrey earnhardt hits sand barrels while attempting to pit <laughs> what an idiot <laughs> how many laps down was this guy when this happened 12 it was early it was, it was the beginning of the race that's pretty Dude. early we've run we've run 80 laps i mean I got you know. I thought there were like eight thirty-three cars out there because every two laps you were passing a green thirty-three. He's not. He's not the first guy <laughs> to do this type of thing. I mean, Matt Kenseth has clobbered in barrels before, and it ha- it almost happens every year. You're so, correct, but if you're Jeffrey Earnhardt and you're ten laps down into an eighty-lap race, it's probably an unnecessary risk. Why are you hustling so hard? Like you're, what are you going to get out of this? That's it's an unnecessary risk, probably. I like Jeffrey Earnhardt. You know, I know he's in bad equipment. I like to see him get a fair shot and good equipment. But man, like you, you're taking a bad situation, yeah. and, and now it's almost mm-hmm. like a suicide. It is not mission. You, you totally. How long was that red flag? Oh, 30 minutes. Yeah. At least. The amount of time we waited on the plane. And also, if I could have got a signal and watched a little football, but I didn't have any signal at all. Cell phones network. Jeffrey, uh, tone it down, bud. Spot on, spot off. Ryan Newman and Jeff Gordon exchange words post-race. Did y'all see this? Yeah. So I, I didn't I really, didn't. I didn't really see it yet. I've heard, I read a little bit about it, but I'm not sure what they say. So Gordon walks up to Newman oh. and was like, "Thanks for all the help." So Newman fans, fans on social media are accusing Ryan Newman of holding up Chase Elliott for ten laps and costing him the win, which he probably did. So Ryan Newman is trying to make the next round of playoffs. You know, obviously you're coming down to the end of the race. I think he's running about thirteenth. So not a terrible day for the guy. And Gordon was sitting on top of the 24 pit box. Mm-hmm. I think there's a few stories here. Gordon's on top of 24 pit box. He walks over to Newman post-race and said, thanks for all the help. And Newman said, watch what you're saying, bud. And he starts walking toward him. And he starts bowing up. And his shoulders start merging into his ears. And like well, he, he, looks, neck, and he anyway. looks like that ogre Shrek guy. Yeah, they already are merging into his ears. <laughs> He's got oh, no, no neck. neck. No neck, Newman. So the next thing Gordon says was something else. I don't know what he said. And Newman was like, well, you sounded like you were awful sarcastic. And like Newman looked like he was maybe going to pounce on him. So I think the question is, is this okay? Uh, why? What do you mean, why is it not okay? Why is it not okay? Any controversy after the uh, people aren't happy. I mean, Newman's mad because he got knocked out. Yep. Jeff's mad because Chase, who is a Hendrick driver with Jeff, obviously is very involved. You know, Ryan probably did cost Chase a lot of time on the track. But at the end of the day, it's not Ryan's job to get out of the way. You know, me personally, I'm Ryan, if the caution comes out before a lap to go, Ryan, he's okay. He has a shot at getting back up there in the top seven or eight on a good restart. Never know. Who knows? I don't know how many points he missed it by. Chase Elliott also has a bumper on his Chase car. Elliott also has four other grooves to try and use as well. Um, you know, Chase is the Chase is going to be. I'll tell you what's going to happen when Chase Elliott wins a race. He'll set the world on fire. He is going to go on fire. Yeah, and he is, and it's coming. Yeah. It is coming. He's going to figure it out, and it's going to happen. And we're all in trouble when it does because he is going to be on fire. 
So, but you know, it's not it's not Ryan's job. And granted, Ryan probably could have made it a little easier on him. Um, There's not a guy harder to pass on the racetrack when he wants to be hard to pass. When he wants to be hard to pass. Um, but Ryan didn't do anything but run the line that he had been running the entire time. And in my opinion, you know, there's nothing really wrong with that. Ryan actually had something to race for still. Yeah. As well. So if it was a, if it was a lap down guy or a guy that wasn't in the, wasn't possibly in the chase, I would, I would say, you know, that guy probably could have got away a little bit and helped it, helped the leader out a little bit, but this is a race and Ryan had something to race for. And I, if you're a chase Elliott fan, and you're upset he didn't win. I get it. But don't blame Ryan Newman. Yeah, don't blame Ryan. He was, you know, like I said, Chase is going to win a lot of races. When he gets it, he's going to get it. Let's so. talk about this Jeff Gordon thing, though. He is an invested owner in, of the, that car. in the sport. Yeah. in On that car. He's on this car's pit box. Should he be allowed to go on TV and cover these races? when he it, Like, there's no separation of church and state. This guy is part owner. He's confronting another race car driver about how that guy raced his race car driver. And yet we're supposed to get an unbiased opinion when he's on TV. Can we believe that? Uh, I don't, I've listened yeah, to but some the of commentators Jeff's. are giving their opinions is, on I'm certain saying, aspects of the race. Too. Against, can he be unbiased covering him? Is there Marshall such Corps? a thing as unbiased? I don't think you can be because all the guys, well, Was a DW lot of the guys unbiased that are, to Michael. They used to race, you know. Was DW unbiased to Michael his whole time? Was D, was DW getting paid by Toyota? I'm just saying, you he know, he owned a Toyota truck team. I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying I think I'm it's for com- any of them. I think it's impossible to get a completely unbiased opinion because of why? Because the people, all these, we're all they're all in it somehow. The personal relationships, yeah. I but mean, then it, you have then you have the outside business side coming in. But into I play. don't. I mean, even. I would rather listen to Jeff's point of view on a situation, even if, you know, I don't, I'm not really sure there's a situation that could come up where, what's Jeff going to say? Oh, this guy's wrong for doing that. That's his opinion. He might say that no matter what car it is. Dale Jr. will be on NBC next year. Mm -hmm. And he's going to be in the booth for these cup races. I bet you they don't put him in the booth for the Xfinity races because it wouldn't make sense. He has four cars out there racing. Yeah, but I mean, I'd still I would still Can he like cover it. <clears throat> yes. Can he give you good analysis? Yes. But it's hard to be fair and balanced when you have a business <laughs> invested Fuck interest. I think I it's think hard. these guys are more I think these guys are professional enough when they're on the air to Imagine Troy Aikman owning half the Cowboys and covering the game. It's weird, man. Just saying it's weird. I mean, it, it could be different. I mean, I'm He's I a see- TV personality. <clears throat> He's a TV personality, right? Confronting another driver about how he raced his driver. But I'm just saying that's a weird synergy. But he's not know, on the clock. I don't think in any other sport. He is on the clock as an owner. As an owner, but he's not on the clock on the TV side, so he should be. So he got fired by Fox. No, I'm he saying he's got Fox a right anymore. to go down there and be a team owner at that point. Now, whether he gets on the air and, and, and starts bashing him, then I gotta, might have a problem with I, that. I'm just saying, I'm just pointing out the fact that it's a weird synergy that you'll never see in another sport. Possibly. I mean, if Tony Romo calls the Cowboys game, is he going to be biased? I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Like, cycling is all former cyclists and still yeah. have all of their best friends still racing. So when but they're that's calling the personal tour, side. Right. I'm talking about the business side. Oh. I'm not talking about me and TJ are buddies and he's out there racing. Like, 
I get that. I get that in all sports. That's the relationship business. I'm talking about what's it mean that this guy owns – and I'm not just talking about Jeff Gordon. I mean, we got Michael Waltrip. Mm-hmm. He's on the air last year with Fox. Michael's been on it he for a long time. He owned three teams. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to I our sport you. in general that it's very unique. I feel like these guys are professional enough to not let it get to a point I mean, where I mean, I watched Brad Darty on TV, and I'm like, wait, what? Brad Darty owns a team like this is. It's just different. That's all I'm saying. I got you. You're never going to talk about your own team or your own people. That's accurate statement. So you're going to cover 40 cars, but 36 of them you're going to cover cover differently than your four. I guarantee them to you. You can't convince me otherwise. No way Michael Waltrip's going to come on air and talk <laughs> about Martin Truex when Martin Truex is driving his race car. Fair. Fair. Yeah, I mean I agree with that. So, therefore, I'm just making a statement. Your statement care. has been I think made. Jeff Gordon deserves Noted. to be on TV. He's great for our sport. I'm not saying fire the guy. I'm just saying this is a unique situation where a TV personality is a car owner who confronts another driver. And I he think almost got DDT'd. I think, it's very, I think it's really good that we have guys like Jeff and, and Dale Jr. that are willing to go and do TV stuff and give us a fresh perspective of the car and stuff, though. So. Absolutely. I mean, it, it. you know, the last thing we want to do, we've talked about on the show, is we don't want to lose big-name drivers. So, it's great. Spot on, spot off. Ryan Blaney hands the checkered flag to a young fan in the stands after his Xfinity win. I thought it was cute. <clears throat> yeah, I, I go, you know, spot on to Blaney, man. It's hard to win these races, and checkered flags mean a lot. They're, that's a moment, uh, an item that people it's a momentum. like. It's a momentum. It's an item people like to keep and, and drivers it's a have. Monument. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Ryan picks out a, a kid and, in, the, in the stands. It, it's a race fan, man, and, and gives that kid a – I think he had on a Target hat, right? He, he did. Had, he had all yeah. yeah. Washington fan. So good for Ryan to get these kids involved like that. That that thing's going to stay in that kid's room on his wall probably forever. Blaney, man, he he dominated the Xfinity race. He came from probably he st- did started eighth or tenth. Man, he drove to the front. And he was he was super fast, and uh, was really surprised at how poorly he ran yesterday. I mean, Brad was a decent Pitsky car. Joey seemed irrelevant. Ryan seemed irrelevant. I I think Ryan. And I, and I may be wrong. I think this kid is a special talent. Yeah, he's really good. I think I think he's – man, you get him in the right situation, I think he's just like Chase Elliott going to set the world on fire. I mean, so it's great to see him gravitate younger fans to our sport. Man, that was, that was cool. Yeah, he does a lot of stuff too. He's the type of guy that when he gets the call, hey, will you go here and do this? He says yes to everything. You know, these, these guys, when I grew up, I was a kid and, and – when the when the race was over, they left the racetrack like normal human beings. They didn't have motor coach drivers. They didn't have golf carts. They didn't have motor homes. If they walked out of the gate, and as a fan, you stood there. And I mean, I remember Neil Bonnet putting his hat on my head, and Dale Earnhardt stopping by my mom's convenience store in Pageland. Like that makes you a fan. So I think this kind of thing for Ryan Blaney to do it makes you know normal people sitting in the stands or kids go. That kid will be a fan the rest of his life. He'll never forget yeah, that. Yeah, he's going to go to every Dover race until until he can't go anymore. Yeah. I mean, he's going That's every single one. Darlington, Rockingham, North Wilkesboro. That's why, I mean, it, it's what makes our sport special. Spot on, spot off. Ben Rhodes wins first career truck race at Las Vegas. Like this this series kind of owed him one this year, you know? Yeah, he I mean, had he's, one. He's beaten Kyle Busch earlier in the year, blows a motor. He beat Kyle straight up that race. That was like, big. Yeah, that was heartbreaking to watch as a sports fan to see Cinderella going to the ball, and then she broke her high heel 
and she fell on her yeah. ass. The wheel fell off the but way. But now Cinderella's back in the form of Ben Rhodes. That was a good race. Yeah, it was a very good race. They had no business being out there by themselves, but they did put on a good show considering. Yeah, it was a really good show. What are they doing in Vegas by themselves? I don't know. It's really don't know. A 27-hour drive for the haulers. It's a minimum. How much do they spend on travel, you think, Chris, to go out there per team? 30, 40 grand? You're flying... 12, 15 people per team. Flights, rental cars, hotels, hotels, rental cars per diem. Per diem strip clubs. <laughs> it's expensive. <laughs> and they're in Vegas. They could have went to Hickory for $8 South a person. Boston, <laughs> stayed at home. And instead, <laughs> we sent them to Las Vegas. Jesus Christ. A lot of, well, I don't think they should ever go west of the Mississippi by themselves, first of all. Just from a cost perspective. But maybe these, maybe they're, maybe they're giving these guys more money. I think they are. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a break. One Main Financial is the largest consumer finance company in the United States, and it dates back over 100 years. TJ, I did not know that, but I did know that if you were in need of a loan and your finances have taken a turn, One Main can help. So race down to the closest One Main branch and get back on track. You know that with more than 1,700 locations. There is bound to be one near you. There's actually one really close to us, where we're at right now. So find your closest one main at onemainfinancial.com. Lending made personal. If you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insider's info all weekend long on the 88 team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow for any Dale Jr. fan. Okay, gents, we're going into fast lane. Y'all ready? Yeah. TJ, you're going first. Okay. Are you surprised that Kurt Busch, Newman, Dylan, and Kane were eliminated after Dover? I forget uh, what you said last week. I'm not overly surprised at this. This is really close to what we had all thought would happen anyway. Um, Who are you most surprised? Honestly, I'm probably most surprised about, uh, I mean, Kurt and Newman are probably right there together. I thought Kurt would show enough speed to get past the first 16, and Newman's usually good enough to point his way in. Um, he's usually good enough, solid enough. He doesn't run very good in the beginning of the race, but he's there 8th, ninth, 10th at the end of the race. So that's probably the biggest surprise to me. I guess probably Newman. I am not surprised that RCR didn't make it because their cars are slow. Just looking at it from a talent perspective, Casey Kane's kind of hard to swallow. From a speed perspective and from a preparation perspective, Kurt Busch had more time than anybody to get ready for this playoff. He won the Daytona 500. He had 25 weeks Plus, to get ready to run these races, he made a lot of mental errors. He got a speeding penalty. He got in a wreck. He had a commitment cone violation this weekend. Kurt Busch is a wheel man. He is still one of the best. I'm really surprised at the mental errors that he made. And and I'm really surprised that Ricky Stenhouse made it because he's in the same boat as the RCR guys. He's not in fast stuff right now. And I think you got to give your hats off to Brian Patty yesterday. Because that first stage where TJ and I got bit by that yellow, Ricky Stenhouse got a huge finish there that got him a lot of bonus points. And ultimately, that probably single-handedly put him into the second round. TJ, you get a rebuttal. I'm good on the rebuttal. Three different tracks will make up the opening round of the playoffs next year with Vegas, Richmond, and the Charlotte Roval. Will this be a good change, Brett? Uh, I didn't hear the question. 
What the hell you mean? That I you just didn't saw some on TV, and I was watching the TV in there. Who are you, Clint? Getting it's all the same show? ADHD. It's the same I thought thing TJ to... always went. All right, first three different tracks. We'll be making up the opening round of the playoffs next year with Vegas, Richmond, and the Charlotte Rover. Richmond is in the playoff opening round. Are we sure about that? I didn't write the question. I didn't either. Indy is now the cutoff next year. So Indy's the cutoff, then Vegas, Richmond, Charlotte. Is this a good change? Confirming now. I would say I hope so. I don't know about this Roval. It's TJ's turn. Uh, I don't really. I don't. There's no way this is right. Chicago's always the first race. Jason, are we sure? Hold on. Yes. India's the cutoff, and then it goes Vegas, That's Richmond, right. Charlotte, no, it, Dover, right. Where's Chicago? Dega, We've talked Kansas. about this before. Where's Chicago at? It's Illinois? Not, it's not in the playoffs. <laughs> it's in Illinois. There's noise in Illinois. Illinois. Damn. This Jason guy's got his <laughs> together. He knows something we didn't know. What the hell, Jason? You, we had to Google it. Chicago's July 1st. Oh, my gosh. That's that's the Firecracker 400. It's before Daytona now. I think this is a good lineup. I mean, I, I think that you – you know, I always – when we kicked this thing off in New Hampshire for years, I was like, what are we doing here? This is the middle of nowhere. We need to take a week off before the playoff. Let these guys do a media tour. Kick it off in a fun market. There's not a better market than Vegas – I know Vegas right now. We all have heavy hearts for that place. But when you think of Vegas, despite what this idiot did from this balcony, you still think of fun. And and how can you not think Vegas is a good place to start this deal? I think it's great. I think Richmond's a great track to go to next. Um, short tracks. There is not a bad place on the schedule for a short track. Yeah. You could tell me that if they come out and said, hey, we're going to race all the mile and a half this year. We're going to run all the short tracks across the U.S. I would be excited so sign me up I, i'm ready to go let's run 40 of them yeah. screw it and uh you know i think the roval is actually going to be pretty fun because it's different we're not going back to the same old thing that we've been going to we're going back to something completely new different trying stuff i think this is great for charlotte anyway for sure i mean charlotte hasn't been the best race over the years and now we're changing it up to make it something interesting there's going to be different strategy um Road courses are good. You can pit without losing a lap. That makes it. That makes different strategies come into effect. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Harrison Burton won the K&N East title on Friday at Dover. Who is the most promising young driver right now not competing full-time in Cup Xfinity or Trucks? You know, I Jason guy's got great questions this week. I, I probably got to go with the guy that, that um, cut a tire. Something happened to him in that race. Um his name's Todd Gilliland. Yeah, Todd Gilliland. <laughs> this guy that you're trying to sell us on that you don't know his name. Todd He's wins. been around for a little bit. Todd's been doing very good in everything he gets in. He's running the running for the West Series title as well. So he's been racing a lot of stuff. And uh he's doing he's doing really well. I think he's definitely one of the up and coming guys. I really like the Majeski kid a lot, but they since signing with Roush, he's been out of the car a lot. Yeah. He goes and runs that super late mile. He he won 25, 30 races the last couple of years running in the Midwest, and right. that's a really strong super late model market. Strong tour. So they bring him over here, and they run him in a few Xfinity races a year and some marker races, and he, he's okay, but I really think they're missing the boat on that kid right Hell, now. Hell, let's break some news on this show. Break it. Todd Gilliland will run full-time next year at KBM, I guarantee you. 
because he's their next project, mm-hmm. I think. I think he's their next Eric Jones. He's their next Christopher Bell. Like, he's their guy. I think they'll tap him and say, he's full-time. Ty Majeski. I think he's full-time at Roush and Xfinity Car, and I think they got to put him there. But I think the most promising young driver, not full-time in Cup Xfinity or Trucks, is Bubba Wallace, and we'll see him full-time in a Cup car next year, too. Y'all write all this down and set your little alarms because one of these days your alarm's going to go off and you're going to read those three guys are all running full-time. Is he going to have some pizza? He's going to have a car. <laughs> he's, he's done, I'm telling you. He will be in a full-time Cup car That's every good. week. I hope so. Bubba's deserved it, and, and uh, he's a great personality at the racetrack as well. I like Bubba a lot. Yep, me too. The round of 12 begins at Charlotte. Which four drivers will be eliminated after Kansas? Oh, we got a list. Here you go. <clears throat> well, let's just go with Who Stenhouse. Me? Yeah, man. TJ. Yeah. Thanks. Ooh, look at this list. These are big name guys, and four of them are going to the house. And there's... <laughs> going uh, to the house. They are. Man, McMurray snuck his way in. And McMurray's he not snuck. hes not one of the slower guys. He just didn't have a lot of these bonus points. You know, some of these guys like Ricky Stenhouse, if he's not sitting on these 10 bonus points, which he obviously got from a win. You guys picked him to be out, didn't you, Ricky? He's three last... points out if he didn't have those bonus points. And the crazy thing is that I think he's out again. We just keep picking him to fall yeah, out. He, he's going to go eventually. <laughs> That, these are big names, man. They definitely are big names. Let's talk about the tracks. What's the tracks? Charlotte, Talladega, Kansas. Kansas. Mile and a half. I like Kansas. Madness, mile and a half. See, last year we had an elimination race at Talladega, and they said it was too stressful. We had to change it. We couldn't go there again. We had to, we had to finish it at a non-dramatic place. So I can't believe TV went for this crap because that race was intense. Remember, Martin Truex fell out, and that's when they were like, uh-oh, this guy's so fast and dominated. How do we set up a model that rewards that? Because he shouldn't go out because of a plate race. Well, he did. And it's still we still got pandemonium coming at Talladega. And it's Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s last race ever at Talladega. Like, this is a party happening. Party. Are we doing something there? Junior Motorsports? We haven't one of them fan thingies? We we won't be there. The trucks were there. Well, you should come, Josh. No, it's our off weekend. I'm not going to tell it It's going to be big. So who's your four? It's going to be lit. I I think I got to go Stenhouse number one. Can you believe how slow Matt Kenseth was yesterday at Dover? You know what? I I was actually going to. He's Matt Kenseth. (sighs) Man. You you, you feel like you can't say he's out because we all know how good of a driver he is. I'm just looking at the list up here above him. I mean, it's hard to pick. I got to go. You know, Blaney makes me nervous. Yeah. So I got to go Stenhouse, Ryan Blaney. Um, and it's all going to – McMurray's run's all going to come down to Talladega. Yeah. Does he, does he wreck or does he win? Right. And I right now feel like he's going to be too aggressive. He's made a lot of aggressive moves at plate tracks here recently, and I think he's going to bite him this time. So I go uh, Blaney, Stenhouse, McMurray, and – Think about this, though. Ricky's won. Yeah, you don't do it three in a row, though. Never. No. I mean, we, not, we got close, but yeah, I mean. You're not going to bet that he wins another plate race. I feel like he's going to be a little too aggressive this time because he's won a couple in a row here or whatever. He won Talladega and Daytona, so now he's going in there saying, I got this one. So Ricky and, Big Head Stenhouse is what you're naming him. I didn't know. That's what you named him now. Well, you said he's going to have a big head. He's too cocky. I didn't say that. I said he's going there with a lot of confidence, and I think it. it's going to bite him. He hit it at it, didn't he, Chris? I got, I got to go with uh, – man, I hate to say this guy's name because I like him a lot, but I think McMurray's out. I think yeah. Stenhouse is out. 
I think Jimmy Johnson may be in trouble. Really? I just I'm not seeing the speed. I mean he's, he's he doesn't have to have a lot. Of, he he'll be fine at Charlotte. He runs good at Charlotte. Always finds his way up there. He better run good at Talladega and Kansas. Man, and he normally does run good at Talladega. He runs good everywhere. It's Jimmy Johnson, but we got to pick a big name to fall out. TJ. The big it's, name, it's personal. The big name to me that, that scares me is not. I'm not going to lie. Is Martin Truex Jr. Wow, why he's got so many bonus points. Martin always seems to find the trouble at Talladega. He's 50 points to the good right now. I know that's the only reason. That's one whole race. Yeah, so he could to bed and still make the next round. He all I'm telling you, if if a he could drive around backwards. If a deer crosses one the race. track, if a deer runs cross track at Talladega, Martin's going to hit him. Yes, it's catching a ride. Martin always has the worst luck at places like Talladega and Daytona. I so I tell you what I've learned in this 10 minute discussion is we don't know who isn't going to make it other than Stenhouse. That's the only one we agree on. Yeah. I mean, uh, Blaney's been fast at Talladega, too, and he could be fast at Charlotte. So, yeah. The scary – McMurray's probably – you know, I hate it, but he's probably the weak link here, him and, him and Stenhouse. What do you think Dell Jr.'s mindset is going into his last Talladega race? You know, I think he's excited for it. I think he's wearing the helmet cam, maybe. Yeah. I think he signed up for that or something. So, I think he's excited for it. Yeah. Um, we get through Charlotte with some more momentum carrying. I think he'll be ready to go. So I'm, uh, I think it'll be good. Looking forward to it. The off-the-wall topic. Twitter is now testing out a 280-character limit. Do you like this idea or should it stick to 140 characters? Man, why are they doing this? I don't know either. Like, I don't want to read more. I hate Facebook, and I love Twitter, and they're screwing up Twitter. The Twitter. Just leave it at 140. Yeah, I think 140 is actually pretty good. It's, that's, that's what makes Twitter different. You don't have these long, long, long posts. The most aggravating thing right now <clears throat> is when um, is whenever you go to someone, you have to tap a link to finish reading their post. That sucks. You should not, like, Twitter's... I'll tell you what else sucks. is when you follow a sports person and they keep tweeting political you block and unfollow them. That's what you do. I know. I hear that's common these days. I oh, heard yeah. it happen this weekend. Well, what happens week. is they're covering stuff that's so irrelevant. Like you have some idiot that wants to come to the racetrack and burn a Confederate and Nazi flag and get attention. And what do these media people do? They give him attention. There's not another person out there around him. Nobody cares because we think he's an idiot and he's has his right to protest, which, God, we all know that's a big deal. Stop giving these people a voice. Mm-hmm. It'll go away. Nobody cares. I'm with you. You're with me? I'm with you. TJ, Who is you it? With me? Who was it? It's a bunch of them. bunch of people. Mm. bunch of people. Boo. All right, we're going to hashtag AskDBC, where our new producer, Jason Schultz, has chosen a few hashtag AskDBC it's questions. It's a good show, Jason. Jason has stepped don't, his game up Don't today. ruin it here, Jason. Jason, don't remember the it. dinger today. This guy might get a race. Uh, we'll see if he messes <laughs> these up. Anything <laughs> would be a race. <laughs> Is he old enough to drink? I think he has, he's getting like no college idea. credit for it or something, right? Like an internship? What? I don't he's know. He's in college. Yeah, what? you can you, you can put that on your resume, right? Why does like, Jason yeah, put not on resume? What, I don't know. Why did we not take him to Dover and let him hang out with you guys so we can get some show stuff? He ain't ready for all this, dog. <laughs> this is uh, this is not amateur hour. Yeah. Well, apparently Shane is not either. You <laughs> gotta have at least eight years on yeah. the circuit traveling to. You imagine the content he could have for the show if he went one time. No, Josh, he'd, stop he'd it! Go. Stop it! <laughs> is he twenty one? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> All right, you ready? He doesn't have to drink. <laughs> he could be the DD. 
Exactly. You For are a Christmas thinking. show. I that like where your head's actually at. Actually, is a great idea. You're right. We should take the portable, the mobile podcast unit, get a limo, and do and drive around Charlotte with drinks into our podcast in the yelling limo. out the windows. Shish show. Woo! And like that would be that'd be like a two hour episode. Can you imagine having to edit that thing? Uh, we don't have to do it. Well, Brett. my twenty year career would come to an end on that evening. I have an Brett, Brett's out there hey, party boy and somebody on the street. Yeah. Uh, I think we'd all get fired. Hi. Or raises. Or hired somewhere else. So cute. <laughs> all all right. right. At Did Gordon Win, that's an interesting Twitter <laughs> name, asks, Did seemed, Gordon Win X? <laughs> seemed Dover produced better racing Sunday. Was it a better tire? I think it was a better tire from the standpoint of we could pass. It wasn't a parade. I mean, we were running, as TJ alluded to earlier, three, four, five lanes around that place at any point in time. And the faster cars seem to be able to get by the next guy. And that's what creates good racing. I think it was a much better tire. I think the shocking part, though, here is they're going so fast. They're driving so hard. Nobody wrecked except Jeffrey Earnhardt, <laughs> yeah. which means the downforce in these cars is through the roof because at a place that hard and that fast and that slick, we should be seeing guys. These wrecked. cars are stuck to that racetrack. Normally, we see Dover. Dover normally eats race cars, and Dover did it's not. It's called the monster. Yeah, the monster did not come out. So Mm-mm. the Xfinity you know, race was super boring. I thought the. Uh, I have to rename the monster. I thought the Cup <laughs> race was pretty good though, as far as moving around wise. What you could there was a lot to go for in that race. You had grooves, people slowing down, people going forward. The, the tires were the stages were good length for once. You actually had to pit in a stage and it wasn't a feature race without pitting or anything. Not in the Xfinity race. The stage was 60 I'm laps. I'm talking and about the cup race. Oh. Carry on. <laughs> you carry on. Carry on. Carry on. Carry My way At DSM on. Record 26 asks, have you heard of any aero changes or other changes coming to the cup cars next year? I think the biggest aero change you're going to see is Chevrolet getting this new nose. It's, yeah. a, it's a big deal and when you look at it graphically, to me, it looked a hell of a lot like the Toyota nose. And we all know how fast those cars are this year. So I uh, I think that's the biggest era change you see. I mean, it, the thing is, like, we used to show up and race pretty much with whatever you could bring. Now, yeah, we had parameters, <laughs> but we all had different bodies. The, the we all Batmobile, had, man. You could bring a Batmobile and run it. You damn near could. It was, I mean, look at the yeah. 70s. With the, I mean, that, those crazy big wings. And then you look at, I mean, I remember the 20 car being taken at Texas. Yeah. Because Zippy showed up with his funky roof and NASCAR's like, hey, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> we're not letting that go on the racetrack. It's like, hey, it, it made it through yeah. templates. And they were like, yeah, it did. But it shouldn't have. Like it's, oh, they had the roof all twisted. It was badass. But like yeah. that was innovative. Now we're in such a box. small boxes. It's really, really I hard agree. to gain that advantage. It, it, that's, this is back when the fabricators that we used to have and hire, they were high-dollar fabricators because they knew how to form this metal and make these cars certain ways. You used to sit, you The left front fender used to be so poked, stuck up in the air to hook that air when you get to the corner. Um, they were awesome. They were works of art, man. And I, I kind of wish we could get back to that. Well, and we're going away from that because when you look at these composite bodies, it's the exact opposite of me saying... Junior Motorsports is a company. Build the best thing that you can build and bring it to the racetrack. Instead, it's go buy this body mm-hmm. 
and put it on your race car. We still got to have body hangers. Those talented people TJ's referencing, we still got to have them. But, but they just, can't work their they, they can't do they can't their do craft. Their magic. Yeah, they can't work their craft here. And what the part that sucks about if you're going to make us have noses, why does Toyota get that nose that has all them ridges and stuff? And then why do it, why don't we not just all run the same nose and put different stickers on it? If you're going to put us let, let us do this stuff, let us make let us work on them. Let these guys do their craft. Let us let us find the air. Let us do stuff like that. You know, and, and Bill Elliott ran 212 miles an hour around Talladega Super Speedway. And you know how he did it, Kristen? How did he do it, He Brett? built his car a little bit smaller than everybody else's. Still fit the templates, but his car wasn't as big. So therefore, it wasn't as big of a thing going through the air. It was a smaller thing going through the air. Therefore, it went faster. Like, that innovation is what makes racing exciting from the standpoint of the guys building the cars. I like seeing the guys make them noses and stuff like they were. And, uh, you know, I, I think I think there's a way we could get back to that. But, you know, obviously it'd be a little ways off. We could still have templates for it. We could still have – we could all still fit the same template. Yeah. But why, we need to, the – There's just uh, so many templates. You know, if you set a Toyota nose down on a Chevy nose, they look completely different. You know, and I just wish we could all just work on them more and make different – you know what I mean? Make them. Make them. Build them. Yeah, build them. At original Kev B asks, has Spotter Silly Season started? What's the latest news? TJ, you're in this. I'm not part of any Silly Season. <laughs> <laughs> you're the guy. Tell us where you're going, man. I don't know. I'm retiring. You're just, shut up. Brett, I like your I'm shoes. Yeah, you. nice shoes, Brett. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's change the subject. <laughs> there is Spotter Silly Season coming. I think it's been in effect for about four months. The remote, well, it's been in effect since Dale Jr. said he was retiring. <laughs> Because TJ still needs a job. He's got a new kid. He didn't get the, he didn't get the job with the Capitals being PR for the hockey Speaking team. Speaking of the kids, she got shots today. It's going to be a bad day. Oh. She is. There's pictures you He's put on Facebook. He's changed the subject again. The most spotters I recall beautiful. seeing change teams in one year. Is this year. Was 11. And I don't think we'll get to 11. You don't but think? I, I, I think we'll see a lot. I'm I mean, surprised I know, you have a number for I know, that. I know one that's changing teams. Who? Who? Your feet, <laughs> your feet don't fit around a branch. You're not a now. Uh, you know who? <laughs> I will, uh, you know, I think we'll be ready soon to talk about what my future plans are. You're going to wait till after Homestead? You're going to break it here? I am not going to wait till after Homestead. Okay. I, when are you going to break it? I like for... Um, He's not going to do it here. He's going to do it on Twitter. I've been Where talking, are you do it? letting the people know that need to know, that need to find out before they hear it on social media and everything. So If you tweet it, they'll all know. <laughs> I'd like for I'd like for people to know a, f- a handful of people that you know that need to know before that. So I got, I got to tell to you all this. Maybe next week. Another fire and ice story, Josh. Oh, jeez. Matt mm. Dillner. We all know Matt Dillner. Yep. Longtime camera guy in NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Bob Dillner's his brother. Matt is. I, I respect that guy a ton. Always been a great guy. He comes up to me at fire and ice and says, "I got to tell you guys something." I was like, "Oh, well, God, after tonight, I don't know what <laughs> you're going to tell me." He said, "Door bumper clear is the best thing in NASCAR." You guys keep it real. You say what's on your mind. Y'all are the best thing. He's going. a good dude. So I just want to tell you guys that he loves you. So shout out to yeah. Dillner. Yeah, he he's a cool guy. Yeah, and I will say, uh, I he got, loves racing. I got message from Gluck and Bob saying thanks too for you know, but they, those guys put in a lot of work. They do. So, but anyway, there'll be a lot of there'll be some spotter changes still this year. Yeah, there's still some seats to be filled. William Byron needs somebody. Josh and I are going to break our silly season news. I, mean, I, I know too. three or four guys that are making changes, <laughs> and I think there's another three or four guys that probably don't know they're going to be changed. 
So. I, <laughs> hey, who was that dude that with you and Freddie at the bar on Friday night at Dober? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Friday night, the night you were half naked? Yes. <sighs> I recognize him, but I forgot his name. Alan recognized him, too. Tommy? Was that who it was? Baldwin? No, uh, I know Baldwin. <laughs> well, he was with us? No, at the the sports book bar. Will? <laughs> okay. Will? Who else was with Will? us? The guy with white hair. Woody. Woody. That's Tommy Baldwin's bus driver. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I thought I recognized him. I'm telling y'all, all you listeners, we live in 90210, Beverly Hills 90210. We are NASCAR redneck 90210 three <laughs> nights a week. Yeah. That's what we do. I love Baldwin. Yeah. You're like 90210 now, but you grew up in the Waltons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Brett, you'll like this, uh, and the listeners will like this. Uh, from last episode, I was uh, walking through the garage on Friday, and uh, Elliot passed me. He was like, hey, call Will. Tell him to come pick me up. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> oh, funny. my gosh. So he goes up to, he goes up to Landon, yeah. our gas yeah, man, and he goes, fun of me. he goes, you make fun of me. <laughs> and he goes what and he goes i hear you do an accent I, you do my accent and he goes oh hell yeah so he starts doing it <laughs> Elliot's like that's messed up have you heard landon so, sing yes oh. i love landon he's awesome he's one of my favorite people he so we're waiting for pre-race and it's me kevin tyler uh shana and elliot and elliot turns to kevin mentoring our crew chief and he goes how often is landon doing that impression of me and kevin doesn't skip a beat he's like every weekend and so ellie goes that is so <laughs> up. and he runs over to landon the weirdest thing about wall. like elliot you know lives in emporia virginia <laughs> and there's like a 40 mile radius where they sound like they're from the bayou <laughs> there's a moose in the house it's like, so, he'll, so, so every time we go out to eat every time we go out to eat it never fails the bartender or server goes where are you from he's like Butte, Montana. But <laughs> now you're not from Montana. So it, it becomes, or he'll say, New York City. Like <laughs> New he'll say York some City. random crap. <laughs> That's but funny. literally, like, they don't say ambulance. They say ambulance. Like, they, they just water, say, they water. Just, they, like, if, when I say my power goes out, mm -hmm. as in we don't have electricity, they yeah. say, we lost current. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like uh, what are you, sailing? What Current. Yeah. Like, wow, what do how you, do we yeah. lose? Are you swimming or something? Is here? there a tide rolled in? Like rolled out? <laughs> like they just—it's like that little area. Just it is it has its own dialect. Rick Ellis had a little bit of it. He would always look. Hey, give me a give me a cold water. A water. Water. Butter. I need a water. I need some butter in my. Yeah, they say butter instead of butter. Oh, like she's so like cute. most people, most people say out. Yeah. Out. Sh Sheriff says out, out, out the back, out, out the back. My favorite part Three about when the fat cat was spot, he'd be coming by the chuck a flag stand. I was like, hey, but there's more than one flag in that stand. It's the start finish line. Check a flag stand. Anyway, bless their hearts. That's funny. But then when, they, when they all get together during hunting season, I'm going to record it and we're going to play it next year. You can't understand a word these I people say. I told you, say. when we Dude, go to the road courses, I can't understand. Like, what you doing? <laughs> the deer, chasing the deer around the house. <laughs> they they hunt with them dogs too. Yeah, do dogs. 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 No, dogs. dogs. They're not dogs. They're dogs. Dogs. Hunt some dogs. Dogs. Dog hunt. Run them dogs. Yeah. At Fisherman Four Eighty asks, have any of y'all been scared on a flight back from the track? One of those oh crap moments with the plane. <laughs> this is its own show. We all <laughs> every yes. weekend. <laughs> yes, we, we have. We've all flown at some point. Something called Concy Air. <laughs> It's Concy Scare is what it really stands for. Con Air. 
I think we've uh, all had a time or two. Your, TJ can't talk about any of his till next allowed. year. Yeah, I'm not allowed. <laughs> next to year talk he can tell us about maybe. the one with the smoke in the cockpit. Yeah, that that was. Scary. Which I, hey, I got to ask you this one though: Were you on the plane when Dale Jr. lost? Is it compression that you uh, lose? I you, wasn't on that one. What do you yeah. lose when you're thinking? Pressure. 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 Yeah. Current. It, it you becomes, lose the current. You lose current. current. It becomes <laughs> depressurized. No, no, uh-uh. that had to be scary. Yeah, I would not want to be on that. Scary that was the old I, plane. Elliot and I left Michigan. So we leave the racetrack on a helicopter, and we get to the airport. There's 100 planes there. Elliot's pilot looks at us and goes, hey, there's a lot of storms in the area. We don't need to leave tonight. We need to leave tomorrow. We leave, and we go to the Holiday Inn, and we come back the next morning, and 99 planes are gone. Ours is the last one there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, man, I hope everybody made it safe. So we get on this little plane, a little bitty prop plane. We proceed to fly into the worst hailstorm in American history. I thought Elliot was going to kill this dude. He's screaming at him, land this plane, you dumbass, turn around. And the guy turns around, his name was Neil, and he says, I can't, we're stuck. <laughs> we're stuck. It sounds like baseballs are hitting this airplane. And I literally, I look over to Elliot, his legs are sweating. And I was like, we're, we're going to die. Like, this is how I'm going <laughs> to die. With Elliot. And there's only two ways I don't want to die. I don't want to die on a bicycle and a car hit me. And I don't want to die on an airplane. <laughs> and I'm thinking, this is it. And he looks at me and he says, I swear to God, if we ever get this on the ground, we will never get back on this airplane again. And we didn't. He bought a new airplane the next week. <laughs> Scared the living day for 20 solid minutes Yikes. and it felt like i, I promise you do you want to jump out out, <laughs> the jump plane. out, out, the out the to the ground <laughs> yeah that would that would not be much fun but it's one of the deals where you're like man i hope everybody made it and then we fly into this we took off one time out of new hampshire same pilot same plane before the hell storm. did you get a new pilot to, did he get a new it's, pilot oh yeah we got new everything <laughs> it's lightning out the sides you know thunderstorms everywhere <laughs> we're bouncing around Pilot turns around and goes, hey, uh, our radar just went out. <laughs> don't don't tell me that. Okay, it's dark. It's lightning. And then he proceeds to say, what do y'all want to do? What? <laughs> land this damn thing. How about we land, you dumbass? So here we come circling in like somebody's shooting at us with RPGs, <laughs> you know, trying to miss these thunderstorms. We land on the ground in Boston, and me, him, and Hermie proceed to drive 18 hours home. Holy crap. Yeah, because the radar. The radar went out. What do y'all want to do? <laughs> well, Keep it flying. damn sure ain't flying the dark and tornadoes, you I'm, dumbass. Isn't that what you're paid to just decide here? I want <laughs> to be safe. He was a cargo pilot in Alaska, so nothing oh, scared wow. this guy. Yeah. My cousin, he... Um, and he never changed he clothes. We went to planes. eat one time at Dover at Sambo's, and he ate those crabs, and he got Ugh. the crabs all over him. That didn't sound good. He got <laughs> crab juice on his shirt. That also sounds disgusting. That does sound disgusting. He <laughs> shows up at the track the next day, and guess what was all over his shirt? Butter. Uh, crab juice. He Butter. Didn't, he didn't even change shirts. Oh, Butter. And this guy, was he had he was in control of our lives for a while. That guy's a mess. Who he hired, hired him? One. Yeah. <laughs> Not a, Elliot's dad hired him. <laughs> Herman? <laughs> he, he's done. Kick him he out. No hiring. Yeah. Kick him out. Kick him out. He's, he's out. out. <laughs> All right, y'all have anything you want to rant about? Elliot's or was that your rant? I'm listens. pretty sure that'll you know, count. Gonna he's going to text me, and he's going to be like, you're fired. <laughs> that, that's probably a good rant. Oh, God, that was uh, scary plane moments. I hate planes. 
You're not so. I don't like weightless feelings. G force. I don't. No, like, I don't mind G's. I don't mind. I don't like the negative G's. Like the roller coaster G's. The, Do you wear your seatbelt when you fly? I'm tight as hell. <laughs> like <laughs> I start turning blue. <laughs> what? That's gonna um, save you. What was the most recent one we had where we also had to fly into a different airport? What race was that? There was like lightning all around us. Was Was that Dega? Yeah, we did Talladega one and they had to send us to the other one. Yeah. Elliot said he was quitting his job after that weekend. He's like, scared to fly to where I'm I'm done. This this year we were uh, flying into that one right at uh, Atlanta. Yeah. The one right by the speedway. You, You know that. Like, that's just a field. There's no tower. Terra field. That's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're on our approach, and all of a sudden, this plane pulls out onto the <laughs> runway. And, I mean, our pilot's gassing up. We're banking hard. Back over the speedway, we all look at each other like, damn, we just almost died in Atlanta. Yeah. Or, or in well, Hampton, <clears throat> Georgia. Excuse me. Yeah, Terra field. We were, field. we were trying to land after Daytona one time, and it was dark. And uh, it was foggy after the 500, and it we got to the ground. You couldn't with the lights on, and all you could see was white at the window. And we got real close to the ground where you could where you could see it. We were probably 15 feet up or whatever, and we were halfway on the runway and halfway off the runway. That's so they fantastic. so they took back off. We did that one time in MWR. We were over a trailer park. <laughs> I was like, we're gonna ready to kill everybody and the trailer parks. Yeah, we, we swear. Last year when we were flying Concierge. Con Air, as we like to call it. Um, we were landing at Daytona for a 500, and the damn thing was sideways. Oh, the wind was blowing so hard. Yeah, that doesn't bother me as much as like. It bothers me when you can see the <laughs> runway outside of your window. Yeah. The thing is, we fly probably 350 hours a year between you know, ish, and you're not, every hour is not going to be enjoyable. <laughs> no, obviously none Could of like them. The majority of them be enjoyable. I was about to say, uh, 349 of those hours aren't enjoyable. <laughs> I just, it makes me nervous. You're defying gravity. You know how hard that is? Drop this little light sheet of paper and watch how fast it falls. And then you're supposed to tell me that that's okay, that that thing that weighs a gazillion pounds is flying in the air at 50,000 feet. <laughs> gazillion. Hell no, that ain't all right. That ain't normal. Oh, boy. The airplanes are very safe, though considering it's but it still you were more likely to die in that car driving 18 hours than you were to fly in a plane 100 percent accurate but i'm not scared as hell in a car <laughs> well it depends on who's driving yeah what y'all want to do yeah. <laughs> we got three flats you want to keep going what y'all want to do oh, speaking oh, of flats. we had a flat tire this weekend uh-uh. yeah. I, we get in the car to go to the track on friday morning and it says Low tire pressure. And Josh was like, we could put uh, air in it, but eh, we'll be not. fine. We get to the track. We have our day. We we uh, come out. And what's his name? Mike from uh, NBC. He's swerving behind me, like, with his <laughs> arms behind arms us. I thought out. he was pissed because I cut him off. But he was trying to tell us that our right rear was flat. How do you? We get to valet. They're like, we won't valet this thing with a flat tire. So we pull over in a fire lane. And Josh and Hudson put the donut on. There was a screw was a in the s- side of the tire. Yeah. I got a question. What? How do you go down the road and not know you have a flat tire? I never know. I'm bad at it. I did it last year leaving uh, Concord, Does too. it not? Do you not feel that funny sensation in the wheel? No, I'm a bad driver. Okay. Well, she's, <laughs> you are? <laughs> I drive fast. And With a flat. Half naked. Car. Half naked. Half naked with All a right, flat. Hashtag. There's no way she's ever had a speeding ticket. No. 
I've never asked Excuse Brent me, to get me out of a speeding ticket. Was I really speeding? <laughs> In Virginia. Officer, can, oh, I can God. touch my elbows behind my back. I got a pick. <laughs> <laughs> Brett is still winning 16 of 13. Hashtag DBC picks. I'm losing my edge. Uh, but we're, TJ we're won this weekend with um, Kyle Larson. I have won like three or four in a row here. You're killing me. So I'm going with Martin Truex. Oh, yeah. That's really, you're going with this real week? Real funny. Really? Yep. Who you got, Teej? That's a He's not move. been dominant at Charlotte lately. That's a douche move. <laughs> Oh, uh, and I don't have to fly this week. We can drive to Charlotte. Yes, amazing. I have a really busy week. I've already used my second, my the, the pick that would be obviously, you know what? Screw it up. I used him too. What's with this extra piece of paper? It doesn't have anything on it. Look, oh. Watch how fast this falls. And you tell me it's okay to get <laughs> on an airplane. You compare a piece of paper up. to a plane. We can you know make what? this piece of paper into a plane. <laughs> it's still going to fall. This is going to hurt. <laughs> It's not normal. So you want to John Madden it and drive to every racetrack? If I was rich, I would. Get Will to drive you? Wheel. Wheel. Josh, call, call wheel. Call wheel. Call wheel. <laughs> Tell him to come pick me up. I will take what you doing? the winner of this week, other than 88, will be Brad Keselowski. Two car. BK. BK in house. Brad's due for a good run there since he KO'd to back a chase the last race there. Alrighty. Unless Kyle Busch slaps him with the STF. I've already used yeah, I've already used Larson and Bush, so Bush. <laughs> Beer. <laughs> like that's what I would want my last Remember name. Remember the commercials? To be. I would change my last name. Remember the commercials? Brett Bush. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. Do you not remember the commercial on TV? Bush. Beer. Bush. Beer. Yeah. Yeah, my Somebody always said real men like Bush. Okay. Oh, beer. <laughs> We're talking beer. about beer, Kristen. Never know. With Why you. do you always go there? Because <laughs> you two are like 16-year-old boys. Hey, we're uh, – oh, This is – You ever have a, a moist bush bread? <laughs> you can't Can you say edit that, that out? Can, <laughs> can he say that on here? Well, I'm talking about a wet beer. Jason, edit that out. <laughs> I mean, this, there's no swear words in that. Poor Layla. I mean, you hate that word, them words together. I promise you. women, let's talk I about hate this. when you say them when it's incorrect, those words. Let me ask Moist. you something. <laughs> why, Moist. Why does a woman, this is a true question. Why do why do a lot of females dislike the word moist? I don't know. It's the sound What happens? Like, what, what goes through your mind to make you dislike that word? I don't know. I mean, there are words I don't like, but. I don't understand the dislike for moist. <laughs> so I'm polling all you <laughs> listeners since Kristen won't answer the question. I don't want any tweets uh, at reply to me that I have. Do. I want a lot. Why? They, I want DM. I don't know. I this is a legitimate like presentation of a question. I want moist DM tweets. So Josh and I name every track based on basically like weather and whatever. Dover Dusty. <laughs> That's God, it's Dusty. <laughs> That horse track. God, I hate that thing. Ugh. I didn't know. I, I bought it's these Indy shoes. Indy Hot. Indy Hot. Iowa, Iowa Moist. <laughs> it was moist in Iowa. So, but why do you hate moist? I don't know. What? Because. What about the word? I know. <laughs> this is serious. Will y'all stop getting off track? <laughs> I don't know. Why? It's because I don't know. Mis I just don't Michigan like it. Michigan miserable. I don't like the word honk either. <laughs> honk? <laughs> Like H-O-N-K. Honk. Honk, if you're, honk. Honk if you're moist. <laughs> <laughs> what a <laughs> Honk 
of your voice. Like, I don't like that Jesus. word either. What? Honk? Honk. Who says that word? Why is moist gross? I don't know. Well, you know. It's just the sound of it. What other words do you not like that are... Such. I don't like when people say such. such. And they, like, emphasize the C-H a lot. Such. Suck. I also hate the word when people use the word literally wrong. Literally? <laughs> she does hate that. It, literally. I I go to about a 10 when someone says, I literally, literally blew that guy up. And I'm like, what the... F no, you didn't. Does it literally like, make I could you literally, mad? Are you literally getting mad? Do you literally go to a 10? I do. <laughs> do I when people literally get moist? Or when people use, like... Uh, Stop saying it. <laughs> All right. Thanks to One Main and Exalta. We would I'm, literally like to thank we're, One Main and Exalta. We're we're getting to know you right now. You already know me. I know. Well, yeah, I got really got to know you Friday. <laughs> it's like wow. All right. Peace Honk. out. Peace out. <laughs> peace out. Out the back. Honk. Honk. Honk if you love Jesus. Honk if you're moist. That is a great bumper sticker. Yeah. Honk if you love honk. How do you even say that word? Honk. <laughs> Told you. See? Who, who can who honk. invented that word? Honk. Honk. I don't know. I'm not an etymologist. Who invented the word moist? I don't understand the dislike for that word. I really don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm asking, it's like a, it's like moist is the go between between like really because wet. it just reminds me of how gross <laughs> it, the weather is easy. when we're at the racetrack and it's hot out. I don't know. I personally like the word moist. I it's, a, it's a dry like, heat. I, I think moist is a great word. Josh, <laughs> any stories on the word moist? Peace the, out. Out. out the back. Josh is ready to go to work. Oh, yeah, she's ready to go charge his phone and check his MySpace. <laughs> yeah. MySpace. We're All right, y'all. It's been fun. Be Thanks good to each other. Financial. Go get a loan. Peace. Keep podcast on Peace the air. Out. out. I'm out. Out the back. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliot Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 